0: Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel. I'm your host Sri Ayer and today we are going to be having a conversation, um, I and Professor RV, about cryptocurrency. What is its goal Can it cripple the Indian economy or for that matter, any country's economy? What is the hype about it and what is the reality about a cryptocurrency? Uh, We are going to go a little bit in depth. I think viewers need to understand at least to that extent what are the nuances involved. And please do like, share and subscribe to this channel, regardless of whether you're watching it on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter. This will help us get a wider audience. Think of it as a class, except there is no grading, there is no test. It's pure gyan. Without further ado, I'd like to invite today's guest, Professor R. Vaidyanathan. Professor Ami Namaskaram and welcome to
1: T. Gurus channel, sir. Namaskaram. It's always a great pleasure and joy to be in this channel. As I always maintain, the audience is very knowledgeable people and some of their comments and observations are extremely useful. Today, as you mentioned, it will not be a major monologue by me. It will be more of a uh, Vada in the sense uh, uh, debate and discussion. The topic what we are taking is uh, the issue of crypto and along with that blockchain syntax and so many things now so much is being talked about crypto even parliament many of the members are uh, discussing this Uh, they discussed it actually it uh, i felt it is like seven blind men trying to uh, talk about uh, what is an elephant anyhow they're you know after all you can't blame them they are broadly and vaguely many of them are vaguely familiar and broadly knowledgeable Anyhow, now government has made an announcement. They are not banning it, but they will have some regulatory framework and other thing. As usual, you know that in India, if you ban it, it will go underground and uh, So don't ban it and regulate it, and it will be overground and. There is in Bombay they play the tinpati in every street corner in the early morning. You can see people sitting and. No, there is a lot of. Uh, Number of years it is going on, from 60s if I remember, every time there will be a human cry and Deen Patti should be, nothing is happening, it goes on and some people make money, some people don't make money, some violence take place and other things. So by banning it, you are not achieving anything and society has to adjust only. For instance, 1963, we passed a law called Dowry Abolition Act with the uh, flamboyant and uh, enormous amount of appreciation and every, you know, uh, what you call Sharma, Yadav and uh, Reddy, newspaper, Tom Decanary, we won't use for our Indian context, we'll use this actually. <laughs> he wrote editorial about the great uh, change, nothing has happened. That act is there still, dowry, abolition, uh, you know, everybody knows, dowry has not been abolished. So, there's no point in going on about uh, what should be the framework and another thing. More important is to understand what is this uh, uh, crypto? Is it a storm in the teacup type of thing? Like the tulip you know, scandal in the uh, you know, 16th century in uh, Holland. And everybody was buying and selling tulip, tulip, tulip for 4-5 or years. After that, it collapsed. Is it something like that? it's a new fad in the uh you know in the horizon or something much more tangible one second is how cryptocurrency is linked with blockchain now blockchain can have its own independent existence without cryptocurrency these crypto people are making it appear as if blockchain was created only for cryptocurrency so that is another issue third is about uh, Is it uh, overriding the sovereignty of the nation, individual nations, uh, you know, currently issue um, currency, like every one of the um, 10 rupee, 5 rupee, you will find in India that uh, promise to pay the bearer, the amount equivalent, not necessarily in gold and nowadays gold standard is gone. But some assurance is there by the government except one rupee, one rupee note I have not seen for ages anyhow. That is supposed to be the asset of the uh, government of India. While well, the other things are liability. And, you know that's all technical issues. Basically, there is a sovereign guarantee. Which people are asking is it present for crypto? Then, third is about fluctuations. Why do they fluctuate? What is the underlying asset or underlying? Uh, that is the thing. Fourth is is there an insurance? Fifth is if they close shop, what happened? All these questions are bothering but uh, you know we have a lot of unanswered questions like my students in the exam they leave it and then uh, they will write something unconnected then in the hence they will say that uh, this is very important like that <laughs> oh yes We can say and uh, i would like uh, some of these questions to be answered by uh Sri Ayer. he has been working in this area and uh, i'm sure it would have uh, much more clarity and meaningful when he presents some of the ideas and on that we will uh, carry forward some of you may even be knowing crypto wire has been uh, launched yesterday which has got television channels which has got this uh, uh, cryptocurrency channel which has got other type of uh, blockchain thing it's a very major initiative and i am also associated with that initiative and uh, i am associated from the academic point of view so there is a, a massive amount of uh, churning is taking place in this uh, uh, domain so let's uh, check with ir what he has got to say about it that would be an interesting thing yeah
0: thank you very much professor uh, RV. and uh, we are going to talk about um, cryptocurrency how do how does cryptocurrency start from just one cryptocurrency which was bitcoin to today where we have about 17000 and these are coming out of the woodworks. every day there is 10 20 30 coming so how does like one evaluate like cockroaches right so how does one evaluate them what how is a better than b under what basis what is the asset backing this Particular cryptocurrency. So, we are going to take a look at all this stuff. We are hoping that at the end of this talk, and I'm hoping that all of you uh, who watch this thing like it so much that if any of your, uh, you know, cooler, water cooler conversation people say, Oh, I need to know a little bit more about cryptocurrency, that you would share the link to this video so that they can also understand the nuances of cryptocurrency. And in my opinion, Prime Minister Narendra Modi is justified in expressing concerns about cryptocurrency. Remember that it's not backed by any bank. See, if you you, you have a bank account and you have money in the bank, and if the bank goes under, the government will step in and help you. That's been the case in India. Whereas cryptocurrency has no such safety net so there are some things that's why prime minister modi is concerned and i think justifiably so that's why rbi has put some questions so we will look at all that stuff but before that let's jump into what is a cryptocurrency other than being a series of numbers can we have a slideshow please so cryptocurrency the high and the reality. No, Don't worry, this is not a very long presentation. In fact, there are only four slides after this one. So, it will go quickly. Next slide, please. So, today there are over 17,000 cryptocurrencies in the market. How does one sift the grain from the chaff? Which ones make sense? Which ones are not? Uh, you know, useful and so on and so forth. The most important thing that we need to know or to remember today is out of these 17,000, only 20 zero are seriously traded. When I say seriously traded, that means these are the ones which are creating waves in the crypto market. And like Professor um, Vaidhanadan mentioned, CryptoWire is an app that is available for. Uh, Um, android as well as iphone and this is a dedicated app which is covering the cryptocurrency sector you will know about the latest prices of all the different uh, uh, cryptocurrencies that are moving and and their volumes uh, what are the different nuances who is announcing what and so on and so forth so in this quick short presentation we're going to understand how cryptocurrencies are created because i'm sure you are all clean to know hey listen every day of 10 20 are coming out of the woodworks like cockroaches how are these things correct uh, being created what is the laboratory who's doing this thing and the next thing we are going to know is which one of these seventeen thousand cryptocurrencies are asset backed by asset what i mean is whether is the cryptocurrency having an asset by saying that okay i'm issuing so many cryptocurrency uh, coins uh, against a um, a value of say one kilo of gold, which is actually in this particular place, and this one kilo of gold base therefore underwrites one million coins. So then you can divide the value of uh, the base value or the asset value by dividing the price of one kilo of gold, and and looking at the number of uh, coins being uh, you know circulated. I'm just giving you loose things you have to look at the prospectus of these things to get to make a more uh, uh informed decision it could also be against a another uh, against a currency for example the world uh, uh, accepts the dollar as its standard and and it's, it's the reserve currency of the world so somebody could say okay i've got four billion dollars in the bank this is the bank account against which i'm issuing one million uh coins in which case the asset value is four four dollars so things like that so those are important now how do these cryptocurrencies challenge the sovereignty of countries remember that when money moves across country boundaries. There's always an exchange rate involved. There is somebody who's underwriting this process. They take a small commission and they make sure that at the time of uh, uh, sending the data, uh, sending the money, that the person has to pay that commission in order for the money to go across. And then there is a process whereby they tell that, yes, the money has been deposited in so-and-so's account. It has been converted into local currency. Sometimes you can Keep it in the same currency as the original one. There are no answers, but you get the idea. So how does it affect the sovereignty of countries? And what is cryptocurrency based on and why? So these, these are all the things that we are going to touch about. Next slide, please. So cryptocurrencies can be created in three different ways. The first one is create a new blockchain. To understand what a blockchain is, I want to just take you back a little bit and I'm going to assume that all of us here who are watching understand what a zip file is. A zip file is a compressed file. You have a Word document, let's say 20 megabytes or 10 megabytes, and and you want to compress it because sending it as is across might be taking more time. So what you want to do is you compress this doc file. So the compressed file may be only half a megabyte. Then you send the half a megabyte as a dot zip file. Say I send it to Professor RB. and then our Professor R V has a unzip program, which will extract back the original file. Clear so far, right? So what the blockchain does, the underneath core philosophy is whatever data you give, the blockchain creates what is called as a hash or a digest. What it is, it's like a digital signature and it typically is about four kilobytes long. So let's say the same Word document, for example. So the Word document can be compressed into four kilobytes and that four kilobytes will be sent across to Professor RV. Now, from that four kilobytes, you cannot, you cannot get back the Word document. However, it is possible that I may have given Professor R.B. a thumb drive when I met him some months before and told him that there are 100 files here and I might send you one or two once in a while for you to go and work with or something to that nature. Then what happens is he will take these 100 files that he has in his uh, uh, pen drive, he'll put it into a computer and that computer will create the same signature with the same process that I did when I sent the signature to him. So you you get this thing. I am doing a process on my word document. Let us call it as the um, blockchain creator. This thing condenses it down to four kilobytes. And I sent that four kilobytes across to Professor Rvi I tell Professor RV the process I'm doing. It's like a software program so he takes all his 100 word documents he puts it through this process and then he compares which is a signature match if the signature matches let us say the 37th file assume then he knows that what i had intended to send him was file 37 so this is the the, the advantage here is you are only dealing with a small data which is 4k Now, how does this building block, uh, you know, become a a cryptocurrency? Now, blockchain is a building block. It's a foundational thing, can be used for many other things. Don't think that cryptocurrency is based on, uh, you know, was a reason why blockchain was created. That is not true. Blockchain can be used in many, many applications. And I'll touch on those in, in a bit of a little bit of time. The most important thing is cryptocurrency Bitcoin and in any other coin is based on this blockchain. So, what happens when the blockchain moves? Let's say um, you have created one Bitcoin and you have put it on the blockchain. Then you are the owner. Then, let's say you sell it to somebody else. Then, this blockchain creates a new block. And in that, it will say that particular token or, or the coin number seven four four has now been given to say Professor R B. So Professor R B. So that is getting entered in this blockchain, and this blockchain keeps growing. Now, so so the the idea here is every action is completely documented and stored for eternity. So blockchain is is one of those things where you have whatever you've done, undone, moved it, whatever it is, all the activity is stored there and everyone is a 4K, 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 4K and so on. Therefore, the size doesn't grow up too much. Although once it gets into millions, it starts becoming a problem. There are algorithms to sort it that out. That's one. Now, Bitcoin was a new blockchain. Today, it is prohibitively expensive to create a new blockchain for your new cryptocurrency. Just just take my word for it. It's very, very expensive. So instead, what you can do is you take an existing blockchain. Remember, blockchain is just a piece of software. And many of these softwares are available on the software repository called GitHub. dot com. You go there and they'll tell you, okay, I have the... Um, a blockchain code for X, Y, Z Bitcoin, X, Y, Z coin, something like that. Now you can take, for example, even the blockchain uh, for Bitcoin is on there. So what you can do is you can start with a particular version of the blockchain code base for Bitcoin, and then you start making your own new coin. That's why I'm saying Litecoin is derived from Bitcoin. What that is, So Bitcoin is a software that is going in this direction at say 1.0, 1.5, 2.0 and so on. So at 1.5, I'm just giving you some crude numbers, don't take my word for it. Then these people take that code base and then make some changes and declare it as we have a new cryptocurrency called Litecoin. And then this thing takes a life of its own and then starts growing. So that is a little bit less expensive. But even that is not going to be easy for somebody who's coming out fresh from the woods. So instead, what people can do is piggyback on an existing platform where everything is there. The only thing you have to go and change a few settings and then you can have your own cryptocurrency and most common platform use like I said, the existing platform is Ethereum. Ethereum has got all the tools you need to create vertical applications. One of the vertical applications you can think of is a cryptocurrency, right? So if you look at it and and I haven't done research to find out, my guess is out of the 17,000, 16,500 are probably, created using the third method, which is piggybacking on an existing platform. Next slide, please. Okay, so when you have to set out and build your own cryptocurrency, there are seven steps involved. And I'm just gonna quickly go through, this is just for technology side, because when you are evaluating an XYZ cryptocurrency, it might help for you to go and understand some of these nuances. One is, what do you agree as a newly minted coin? That is what is called as consensus mechanism. In Bitcoin, there is a method that they use. And there are other methods also suggested. So this consensus has to emerge because only if, say, 100 people are there, everybody is presented with a new minted Bitcoin, they all have to agree that, yes, this is a new coin and therefore it can join in the circulation. So, that is the most important thing. So, when you come up with your own cryptocurrency, you have to decide how you will build the consensus as people start taking your code and creating their own cryptocurrencies. The next thing is choosing a blockchain. This is what I told you in the previous slide. There are three different ways, you have to choose one of those things. The third thing is creating the nodes. Now, what a node is, remember I told you that when I'm passing or selling my one XYZ coin to Professor RV, that a node, second node gets created. And in that node, the owner of coin number 744 is now Professor RV. He is a proud owner of that coin. I used to be before. So these are called nodes. As this thing moves, these nodes get created. However, there are two ways. To deal with the nodes, this is called as permissioned blockchain and permissionless blockchain. A permissionless blockchain is what is the Bitcoin blockchain because anybody can go and look at it, anybody has access to it and therefore it has grown quite big and it is quite large, which is why mining for a new Bitcoin is very, very resource intensive today plus the original inventor planned only 24 million bitcoins and i believe 20 million to 21 million have already been mined so there's a very few less and it takes more and more computing power to get to these things so this is a permissionless blockchain however somebody else may say I don't want to give control or access of the blockchain to everyone, I want to give it only to a select few and I want to give it only by giving permission. A permission blockchain may not be used in cryptocurrencies, but it has uses in other things. For example, let us say the land records of all the land owned in India is put on a blockchain. Something like that, you shouldn't have to make it permissionless nobody needs to know who is the owner of the next plot or the plot before so what you can do is you can do a permission blockchain where the permission to look at the blockchain is given to you the owner and to the local state government and to the local uh, to the central government and perhaps law and order under, under some special conditions for example there is a dispute then they will be probably able to go get a magistrate's order to say okay how uh, i can go and look at this now just like i told you creating notes you can have the land record blockchain keep it keep track of all the people who are owning that particular piece of land and you can also add details like was the land tax paid was the parcel tax paid is the annual uh, fee paid is, is does it have water? Is the water up to date, water bill up to date, electricity up to date? So this is a very convenient way to do it. And for something like that, an application like that, sometimes people call it a vertical that is usually uh, done on a permissioned blockchain. So that is the third one, creating the nodes. Fourth one is you have to build the blockchain architecture. How easy is it for people to use? This is all very, very important. It's just like writing a new software program. And when you write a new software program, you have to make it very, very, very easy to use. So how, so this is again, a lot of thought process goes into it. Then what happens is, so you have a very flexible architecture. Then you have to put what is called as application programming interfaces or APIs. Those are important because that is how somebody who wants to write about your uh, the cryptocurrency can get access and this is a regulated access somebody creates an account on your server then they are given access to say okay today's value of this is so much and and these are the different things that happened. these are the news items so all that access can be provided so that is for that you need to have what is called as a robust set of apis application programming interfaces The next thing is now you've got all the things cooking. This far, we have done things in the server side. Now, how do you present it? For example, you want to write an app by which you can buy the cryptocurrency. That app is designing the interface. How well do you design the app? So it is very easy for someone to say, okay, I put 4,000 rupees, I get one coin so how does it go and then there's a way to say okay i bought one last week at 3000 how much has it uh, uh, risen in value what is the risk associated with it and so on and so forth and step 7 that is the most important step is make the cryptocurrency legal this is where the government where the uh, the currency is being minted or being hosted comes into play. You need to make this thing legal. You need to inform them that you have a shared, you have a prospectus of issuing so many Bitcoins and that these are the amounts that are going to be there. It's permissioned or permissionless. This is the scope. This is the asset. And that is where a country, a government can come in and say, okay, this is not hot air this has got some asset backing it and therefore we can regulate it so that is the step seven this is very very important and i'm hoping that india comes up with a very robust mechanism so that it can regulate the cryptocurrencies that are going to be in india's markets next slide please
1: can i uh, can i interfere now ask one yes story. sir yes you mentioned about i bought it at some price and now it has gone up Yes. what make the prices to fluctuate one
0: yes yes second
1: is should the regulatory framework be global or should it be an independent only individual country or rather should g7 or g20 create an architecture for regulating this these are the
0: yeah first, first question is simple sir the ask, i'm assuming a good case which is with an asset so the asset, let's say, uh, let's say it's uh, one kilogram of gold against which these people have given one million coins. So you can you can give the asset value. If the gold price goes up, the coin asset the coin value also goes up.
1: My point is there next are thing some crypto coin you are telling, which may not have any asset basis. Yes,
0: right? yes, that's oh, the risk you are taking.
1: Then what happened? Yeah. So so it depends upon.
0: Who is blessing that coin without asset? For example, somebody like um, a bank may be interested in doing something, but then the bank has to define what is the risk, downside risk? How does it manage the downside risk of a cryptocurrency that has no asset? So today it's a go-go days. Out of the 17,000, I have no clue how many of them have assets. I have no idea. So this, this is a risk. So people need to understand that when something is not backed by an asset, then it is basically very high risk. It is just preying on people's enthusiasm and ignorance that somehow this is hot and therefore I should buy it. So please understand, do your homework. The next question that you ask, whether it should be global or it should be uh, constrained to one country, now, uh, uh, Professor Arley, the, the the debate is still going on. Um, China has tried to rope in two or three countries to a single currency mechanism uh, called the digital renminbi. The problem that comes there is what is the asset behind that? Now, China has put gold behind it. Their digital renminbi has gold as the asset. And they are saying that now we should be legit because people never took them seriously on their renminbi. Why? Because they were printing three times the GDP in renminbi to make everybody feel rich. But the outside world was not willing to accept it. Plus they also picked the conversion rate. They wouldn't allow it to float. So uh, so China has floated this idea of having two or three different uh, countries be able to deal with the digital renminbi however until you know this happens for a year or something where there is enough number of transactions to give confidence at this point my guess professor RV is each country will have its own digital version of currency digital renminbi a digital rupee a digital dollar that particular thing will be backed by the government just like you have you know i promise the bearer a sum of x rupees when you give a note the same thing will be there and those things can be used to to for example if you want to do some inter-country transactions you can use that because what happens is you are recording because this is all the cryptocurrency everything gets on record so you will be having this complex apps where they will be able to keep track of, say, uh, 100 digital rupees being given from India to Singapore, and then it gets trans- uh, translated to, say, 20 Singapore, uh, uh, dig- digital Singapore dollars. And then, because there is a blockchain, you can even track where the $20 is going in downstream. So That, that is means, the beauty of yeah, it. Because-
1: that means it will be... It will be very you know easy to track also the tax haven transactions.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Tax haven transactions are in trouble, as a matter of fact. You can say it can be used to launder money, but if it is designed correctly, I have to put that thing. If it is designed correctly, then it can be a very effective way to check where the money is going.
1: In fact, I made a mention of you know, under-invoicing, over-invoicing can also be tracked easily, right? 100% transparency in all the transactions. You
0: cannot hide, uh, Professor RV. You can see, that's why I'm saying, you can change from this particular digital currency to this other digital currency. However, if the software is designed correctly, the second thing will have its own leaves. Think of the main thing is 20. It has leaves. All those leaves can also be traced. Then you know who is getting it. Yeah, who's getting it? Right. Absolutely. To the last paisa,
1: you can catch, catch that. That is the most important crypto, advantage crypto of that. 4%. Can the cryptocurrency yes. have the digital currency of the country as the asset backing? Um, so, So
0: this is where things get a little interesting. US hasn't announced what asset it's going to back its digital version is china has taken a bold step and said we have so much gold in our reserves and this is what we are backing our digital revenue i had suggested a few years ago that india actually takes stock of how much gold it has among all its people i'm not saying the bank needs to keep the gold all i'm saying is everybody can come there is a there is a machine uh, where you can just Just like a microwave oven, just I'm crudely telling you, sir, it's like a microwave oven. You put your necklace inside that, close it and say, detect. It will ping some photo, uh, some different spectrum of lights on that. And it will give you how much content of gold is there, how much is other things, the reality of your jewelry. But in doing this, the government comes to know how much gold asset the country has in total. And then the government can formulate a policy saying I have 10,000 kilos of gold against which I'm going to issue the currency. This is very important. India needs to do this thing. You have to invest in that, get those machines. They're like $2,000, $3,000 a pop. However, it is an electronics thing. If you get economies of scale, you can do it for a lot less than that. Grass chromatograph equipment. And it can accurately tell you how much gold is there? Of course, some people may have the unfortunate reality. Oh, I thought this was pure gold. It was only 12 carat gold or 14 karat yeah. gold. You know, right. <laughs> that kind of things will happen. However, it is important to know how much gold the government has. Otherwise, what happens is the government has restrained or constrained to only the gold that it is in the bank's vaults. That is RBI. RBI may be seizing, for example, smuggling, gold smuggling. That gold might be sitting in the walls. I know that under the government, a lot of gold that we had had to be sent to the Lloyds in London to, to guarantee the money. I think some no, loan but, payment or something no, like that.
1: Second, second uh, uh, issue I am curious is I create a crypto currency. Yes. Or you know, I can that uh, use the digital rupee of the government as the asset backing?
0: It's a, it's a good question, you can actually, what you're saying is, I create a new private currency that can be backed with the digital rupee of the country. The country will have to provide that thing, you have to regulate it, there will be no. some special reasons. I can, I can give you a special reason, uh, let us say IIM campus, Professor Arvi, IIM campus, okay. Today, the what happens, parents give the children money, they go and spend the money now parents may want to have the children spend the money only on books food uh, tuition and necessary clothes i'm not saying unnecessary clothes necessary clothes only this is every every parents dream the reality is something else right but what what i am bangalore can do is they say this is i am uh, b digital rupee and this is asset backed with the uh, uh, indian digital rupee this is only available for use in the campus or maybe in select stores outside. The important thing is the parent will be able to track the 500 IIMB dollar digital dollar that they sent to the son or daughter. Why did you go and watch the movie that is not supposed to be in your uh, expense. So this kind of thing can be there. And people will complain that oh, this is big brother. Wait a minute, it's your parents' money. You are not allowed to spend it for things that you think you should be spending. They will tell you how to spend it. So I'm just giving you, these kinds of things are possible. Okay, we'll go to the next. Yeah, let's get back to the main thing. All right, so we, are, we, are, we were talking a little bit about gold as an asset behind the cryptocurrency. We also talked, uh, now let us talk about the currency of a country. Uh, the currency of a country, if that becomes the asset, what are the upsides and downsides? You know, um, if, if you think of dollar, the dollar is a standard that the whole world accepts. So if United States just puts the digital dollar as being backed with the U.S. dollar, the world will accept it. Will the world accept it if India's rupee, is backed against the, the digital uh, digi rupee is backed against India rupee probably not because it is not you know it's not so uh, prevalent in other countries. I think Singapore accepts it, Iran accepts it, uh, and maybe a few other countries accept it. Nepal accepts it, but India used to be the currency provider all the way from OPEC countries like Oman, Abu Dhabi. All these people used to use the Indian rupee. In fact, up until 1961, I think, India used to print something called as the Gulf Rupee. But then after that, you know, people who don't know economics became finance ministers and the whole thing went to hell in a handbasket. Another asset that can be provided by cryptocurrency is real estate. Let's say DLF. DLF is an example. DLF is a huge builder. They have a lot of real estate that they have built. They may be having land. They may be having buildings, and all these things can be used as an asset against which they may be willing to trade in uh, their their create their own digital uh, currency. Why would the DLF want to create its own digital form? Two reasons. One is they want to be able to trace who is taking the money and going where. Because if there is going to be a problem in terms of national security or something else, they want to be able to know how the money is moving from the source to the uh, last uh, mile. Other things that can be used as assets are shares of a company. Again, the company has to be reputed should be in the market for a long time. It should be a blue chip. By by blue chip, it's a very prosperous company. You can use the shares of that company as an asset. For example, Infosys, Digi Infi could be a, a digital currency that Infosys releases against the uh, stock uh, of the uh, against Infosys stock, and they can say as the stock price goes up, if you happen to own the Digi infi your price also goes up and and you can use the digi infi to maybe do some things inside in infosys for instance um, you you have a son working for infosys in uh, uh, in uh, in say america and that person can send you instead of sending dollars as uh, um, remittance they can send you DG In fee because Infosys is such a big company you would get that thing and you would be able to convert it into cash maybe at Infosys counters or something like that i'm just making all this up i'm not saying that Infosys is doing something like this i'm just trying to give you a real life example to understand how assets can be used to back your digital currency
1: there well, could be no, other no than yeah. another company or another entity Float a cryptocurrency having NPS shares as the basis. It's
0: I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I would want to have primary ownership because uh, this gets into a situation where uh, regulatory rules have to be formed. It gets a little hairy. I would I would like to keep it only for that company to be able to provide shares are very easy.
1: Something like options and futures market, you know, on India. Yes, my cryptocurrency is uh, moving up and down.
0: Correct, correct, correct. No, it is, it is possible, but you have to come up with a very clear regulatory framework. And in India, I've seen um, a, a group will float a new company and they will use the stock price of uh, a company in that group and then use that to pump up this thing. All that ha- nonsense, hanky-panky nonsense happens, it should be avoided in my opinion. Uh, I think next slide, please. Next slide, please. Okay, I think this is it. This is all the uh, the slides we have. So I think this kind of gives you an introduction as to what has gone into making these 17,000 odd cryptocurrencies. So again, I told you Cryptowire is an app that you can download for Android or iPhone, and, and you can start looking at various cryptocurrencies. And and this is just, and and there is a, a, a planned, structured university being planned where there will be courses offered because like I told you the underlying technology of blockchain has many, many applications. Money laundering, tracing can be Most done. important. Uh, uh, I
1: think you have to stress blockchain is not only for cryptocurrency. This is very important. Yes, unique. yes. But there is a, very, very you know, important. a cryptocurrency right. uh, proper and make it appear as if you know Blockchain was created only for cryptocurrencies.
0: Correct, correct, correct. It's been around for a long time. In fact, I have a patent on uh, using blockchain to encrypt data on a pen drive, and and I think Professor RV has uh, used that thing. That Professor RV Iron Key, that that patent is all based ah, on yeah. blockchain. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so blockchain has many uh, applications. Uh, let's say a bank wants to use blockchain. And, and use, say, say it gives three lakh loan to a farmer. And the bank could, could mandate or say that out of the three lakhs, a farmer needs to spend 75,000 for fertilizers, 75,000 for seeds, 50,000 for tractors and remaining for labor, something like that. Now the bank can clearly monitor this because it can say that you have to get your fertilizer from A, B, C and D because these people are also on the same blockchain network. And, and and thereby they can find out how well this particular farmer is using his three lakh loan. That's
1: yes, sir, he doesn't use it exclusively for consumption purposes and other things. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. So so what happens? Your NPAs go down. So you and can you monitor the end user. You can yes, monitor the yes user much more effectively. Correct? Exactly, exactly. The exactly. money we use for this particular purpose.
0: And, and I can think of many more applications like this. And um, the point here is, everybody in India should embrace the blockchain as a technology forget about cryptocurrency cryptocurrency is a house that you're building on top of a foundation the foundation is important learn blockchain learn distributed ledger technology which is a superset of blockchain but for now sometimes people loosely use the two interchangeably dlt dlt or blockchain mean the same thing today just assume that and then keep understanding that see how you can build Next generation application. Professor RBI wrote a book called The Gist of GSTN. In yeah. that, what I had said was that if the GST network, which is actually computerizing the transactions, right, somebody is making it, moving it, selling it somewhere, yeah. if that is all digitized, then what happens is, in case there is a natural disaster, the government will have at its disposal the fastest way to get the ingredients for that place it will know where the rice is stored it will know where the wheat is stored and it will also know the logistics of where how to bring the trucks to get this thing moved a lot of things can be done sitting on a computer and arranging the whole thing for this only thing that was needed was on the gst network software you had to put the entire process on a blockchain And then what happens is there are other verticals on this. Uh, A farmer will be able to figure out using a a smartphone app that, okay, my uh, quintal of rice will fetch me 400 rupees in this market, 1000 rupees in that market. The 1000 rupees will take me a week to get. If I'm willing to wait for a week, I can get that. And, And there is a guaranteed payment clause. This is the most important thing. It's called as a smart contract, especially if it is based on Ethereum. A guaranteed delivery contract. It is not like you know, I send uh, five quintals of rice, and then, and then I wait and wait and wait. No one appears. So there is a way, guaranteed way, that the money has to be released, and it will come back to the seller. So there are lots of things that can be done with blockchain. The so blockchain, the
1: blockchain can uh, help significantly in uh, having an extremely efficient supply chain, right? Absolutely, 100%, sir. I wrote it in 2017,
0: maybe, uh-huh. yeah, 2017, before it became, GSC became official. I was hoping that somebody will pick it up in planning with Ayog or somewhere to understand uh-huh. what exactly is this guy talking about. Right. And, and, but but I but haven't, uh, ideas, haven't seen anything.
1: I'm telling you, ideas can be much, uh, ahead of time. But sometimes yes. what happens, much later, people pick it up and try to use yes, it. Yes, 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 sir. yes. Let's hope that uh, somebody listening this will be able to impress upon the ministry to, uh, you know, facilitate this whole process.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So the, 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 this is,
1: these are the different ways.
0: So cryptocurrency, like I said, is just a vertical on top of blockchain technology. Today it is hot because somehow people are being given. Uh, you know, it is just understand one thing. I'm not saying anything bad or good. Who is promoting the blockchain of cryptocurrency? I'm sorry. Who is promoting the cryptocurrency? Why is actor X Y Z promoting it? Does that actor or actress know anything about it? (laughs) That's fine. Understand. So it is being done for a different purpose. Today, this hype uh, is. You you have to be the judge. If you want to buy a particular cryptocurrency, do your research and Cryptowire is going to give you the tools to do that research. It is just started. It went live, I think, yesterday and it's got a very impressive user interface, very easy to follow and use. And, And I'm sure as we start learning more features, it's going to have a live TV channel very soon. It will be 24 seven, just like CNBC, CNBC hours, it will keep just keep talking about all these things. So in fact, who knows, Professor Ari might be having a weekly segment there. So a lot of things are going to happen. And yeah. and, and the import, the important thing here is, we believe that learning never stops. In fact, you should read pro- professor's tagline, a teacher who is interested in learning. So, with that, I conclude my part, sir. You can ask me any questions that you may have.
1: No, the point is very well taken. Most important thing is, I think uh, we should be in a position to embrace technology without hesitation. And it has its own uh, tremendous amount of advantages in a country like India. And if you remember, you know, a long time before, Rajiv Gandhi supposedly told. uh, out of 100 rupee we want to spend on ordinary people. Finally, some 15 rupee only reaches them or something. So huge amount of leakage is uh, taking place in our system. I think this uh, gravy train thing can be significantly, uh, if not eliminated, minimized at least if we have yes, this yes. Uh, proper amount of uh, you know, crypto uh, technology and also banks yeah. also can be much more efficiently monitor, monitor- monitoring the thing. For instance, one of the major thing is a lot of corporates who borrow for short term, sometimes use it for long term purposes, which is not very beneficial. Banks want the corporate to use the long term fund for short term purposes. But it happened the other way. So the end user segment, whether it is constructing a bridge, uh, collecting tolls, or whether it is, uh, you know, doing a dam or any of these things, I think the leakage reduction can be reasonably high if we wholeheartedly embrace the crypto because the, one of the important thing you mentioned is once it is registered, it's not easy to alter. Yes. there. It, yes. it is 100%. Um, you can't yes, go on I'd like to change it and another thing. It is there, <laughs> but another alternative also can be adjusted to that, that's all but the original will yes. also be uh, present there this is something i yeah. think uh, enormously interesting and important yeah sorry yeah so, so i just want to add one more thing professor in in a
0: hangout about a year or two ago you had mentioned how the concept of cities or states promoting bonds floating bonds has not taken off in india because i think in bengaluru if i remember correctly they had a bond and then that money was taken out and to pay salaries, and 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 yes. therefore the bond just collapsed completely. So instead, if the bond is now put on a blockchain, then every bond holder will know how
1: that money is being uh, utilized, Very and correct. you can you can
0: immediately it will
1: I think here I, I, I don't have to explain in Europe and US. You know, many of the counties float bonds. Yes. For the yes. Of- creating an amusement it's, park or you know yeah. something. And then they say the uh, first right on the revenue of the amusement amusement park will go in meeting the obligation of the bond of that particular uh, county. The large number of them actually don't depend significantly on the central fund or anything. The local po- population feel we should have a park, we should have an amusement thing, we should have a swimming pool, all the local facilities. Or based on that so I think it's extremely important we must monitor the end-user thing and that would facilitate and uh, we should also have a a blockchain mechanism in order to see some of these uh, regulatory framework how they are working like your shops and establishment act like your food and adulteration act and other thing we should be able to create at the local level What exactly is the nature of the transaction? I think this is something very, very interesting and uh, important. I think I'm sure cryptocurrency is one dimension of it. Of course, let us keep it. Otherwise, this blockchain, I think is going to alter the way in which we uh, function the sooner we embrace it better. And as you mentioned, the tax 7 thing will be a mind boggling type of a uh, what one can call development which will bring back substantial amount of funds from abroad to India and also reduce additional accumulation of funds abroad. Last but not least, you have not touched this area, but I am sure you are aware. The entire legal system in our country should be put under blockchain actually. (laughs) From the time of filing the case to the time of final judgment, Sometimes it takes you know thirty year, forty year, another thing, and uh, you know monitor it. What type of uh, where it is uh, held up, where it is pending? It's uh, purely it's the you know. And there are monetary uh, transactions also. Not I'm not talking about bribery. I'm talking about uh, fees uh, and various other type of documentation. And other. I think it is a crying need that our uh, judiciary is. Uh, Uh, what you may loosely call uh, softwareized or systematized or computerized or and this blockchain can also be a facilitative process in that this is my uh, reading of the situation i hope you agree with me yeah absolutely sir in fact there is one
0: other very very important application that can be put on a blockchain and that is the elections see uh, if, if you put elections then we can also mandate that everybody has to vote because the voting software will be on your uh, smartphone. Smart you can sit at the in the comfort of your home. You can change your vote three or four times, however many times you want. The last one before the voting stops would be your final vote. But you can go back and say, oh, OK, this guy made a good speech. So I decided to vote for him. I changed my vote. Then I changed my vote because the other guy had a better, more balanced you whatever but this will give 100 voting because it's easy to do it from home you don't have to go and stand in queues and the whole thing is recorded for history it cannot be tampered this is the most important thing very 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 i wouldn't say, i would say that it's near impossible to tamper because if it was tampered bitcoin would have been tampered by now and then the whole thing would have collapsed bitcoin would collapse if then if it's tampered You can't have two people having the same note. Same thing. You can't have two people having the same Bitcoin signature. Thank you, sir.
1: Any any particular type of a query or something raised by individuals, you can answer now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think there are some questions. Okay. What is this? So this is for you, sir. The EU plans yeah. to print another 2 trillion euros 2 trillion. in the
1: eurozone. Oh, oh no. From 2022 specific- to yeah. Focus on oil printing. So as to minimize inflation. You know, any type of expenditure you can think of, you can't minimize inflation by printing money. This is something very, very important and interesting. In the case of EU, of course, they have a huge amount of requirement for their... Uh, infrastructure as well as further defense. These are the two areas I'm sure. And most of the EU countries are Mababka Sarkar in the sense, uh, families have been nationalized there. <laughs> so they have to spend on uh, healthcare for senior citizens, and then taking care of the, uh, you know, uh, ill health people within the society, and also the education some Norwegian countries told that if you have more than two children, then uh, third child is free education free this free but they could not uh, incentivize uh, excessively but they have to spend and most of the European uh, universities and other thing unlike US universities are highly subsidized and uh, phenomenally they are uh, these are priced uh, these are low priced actually so they have to spend on many of these uh, activities and uh, many of their bridges roads and other thing I do not know whether you have recently visited any of them is not uh, even in US, they have got a huge amount of uh, necessity for infrastructure spending. Okay. Mining cryptos
0: requires large amounts of energy in the current paradigm of proof of work. From a more philosophical perspective, can money be considered as a form of energy?
1: Uh (coughs) sorry. The mining cryptos, you see, this is an eternal type of a chicken and egg type of story. But one thing is, money is considered as a form of energy independent of all your, what you may loosely call, philosophical and otherwise perspectives. The more money you have got, the more energy you have got and the more uh, amount of enthusiasm you have got another thing. So I don't think that is going to be a very major issue unless, you know, the the greatas and malalas of the world may be uh, talking about it and other thing as of now. Okay. Um, sir, I, I want to just add one one little thing. Can
0: you go back to the question, please? Okay. Yeah. Remember that the definition of money has been not has not changed over the years. Money is a matter of functions for a medium, a measure, a standard, a store. <laughs> so if as long as money Money has to fulfill these functions, and 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 you have to evaluate whether it is or not. And I leave that to you. Next question, please. Any thoughts on Bitcoin. crypto mining in India, India or USA? At what Bitcoin price, say forty-eight thousand compared to seventy-five thousand dollars, does crypto mining become profitable? Say in US or India? Are there Bitcoin farms in India? See, uh, you want me to answer this, sir, or uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, India doesn't have Bitcoin farms, as far as I know, you need to have very, very large server farms and they need to be able to stay cool, which means you need to have access to a way to cool, uh, water cool, there are also some other freon cool and things like that. And in the United States, there are server farms. Uh, Google has many and, and some other companies have, Amazon has server farms, but those are all to host websites. As far as crypto is concerned, I believe China, North Korea, Iran, and a few other countries have dedicated uh, um, server farms on which you can mine for Bitcoin.
1: Um, Even these, China. Somebody was mentioning is planning to develop something in Afghanistan also.
0: Yes, yes. I mean, you need to have enormous amounts of water. Water is somehow very, very precious in all these things because. These these servers will get hot. You have to cool them. Either you put them in a place where there is like, you know, sub-zero temperatures, but then that has other problems. People won't want to live in such temperatures. So, you know, it's a a trade-off. So, we'll see. Yeah. Mayuresh Nayak, will the investment boom towards cryptocurrency inflate, deflate, no effect on price of gold?
1: (laughs) This is a chicken and egg story type of thing. Somebody told, uh, if you are, uh, you know, what one can call option prices influencing the stock prices or stock prices influencing the option prices. So gold is the basic asset. So I don't think it will have, unless the crypto crosses certain uh, type of uh, levels, I don't think it will be able to influence the price of gold as of now. And IR may have his own view on this no
0: no you are right sir uh gold is a very fundamental asset its applications are jewelry and and maybe some uh, some particular in- equipment <coughs> excuse me some particular equipment may have things like gold tipped or like cutting equipment and things like that but i don't think uh you know uh, that can the cryptocurrency can influence the value of gold Uh, professor are we compared crypto coins to tulip mania especially this is true about crypto that are not backed by any tangible assets is there a way to benefit from this by option trading <laughs>
1: <laughs> this Kulkarni is a very interesting question actually i told tulip mania because if it is no asset backing then there is a you know one has to investigate it very thorough see the whole thing is uh, uh, equating crypto with the blockchain is something which is not appropriate at all. Blockchain is a indip- it's a technology, let's be very clear about it. Crypto is built on it among, uh, one may loosely call it, it's one of the products, it could in yes. other words, in an extreme situation, if uh, crypto is not there tomorrow, for instance, no crypto tomorrow, all cryptos uh, collapsed, but blockchain will continue to be uh used and impo- you know important and other thing. The second is uh, option trading on crypto is something very very uh, according to me if it is not blocked, if it is not backed by any tangible asset then there is going to be a uh, huge amount of uh, risk associated with that only I would say. Yeah. I think that is or oh, there is uh why, there are no six, one. One. Yeah. why no insurance for crypto? Why are you have any answer for this?
0: <laughs> what would they insure it based on? You have to have something like a security. Something to tie that against. In case you go bust up. Right? It's just like giving a loan. How, why will the bank give you a loan? You have to have some asset against that. Have some family gold or house or something else. So the same thing. That's why there is no insurance. Insurance has to. They know that this is just a uh, speculation, pure speculation, pure crazy, brainless speculation. <laughs> Next,
1: one light-hearted comment. Uh, you yeah. know, in our uh, discussion, crypto is also indicating sometimes people belonging to Christian faith. But not officially announcing that they are in order to derive all the benefits of the government and other thing. They are also called cryptos if I am right. Am I right? Yes, 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 yes. So that uh, should be kept aside. That is separate uh, type of uh, thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, so, Bhairav Subramaniam has a good question. Going by information loaded into the presentation by Sriirg, may I suggest a weekly program dedicated to further discussion on cryptocurrency? Well, I what just is told crypto, you, crypto,
1: is, crypto. You can just yes, get into this uh, crypto wire, right? Yes, download the we app. It's on your smartphone. Before our streaming on various yes. of crypto. right? It's it's and going to be be all and end the all. The end the app. App. Yeah. Talking about on some aspect in the future.
0: Yeah.
1: Cryptowire.com. Am I right, Ayer?
0: Yes, yes. Cryptowire.com.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You can get it in Android or in... Uh... What you call iPhone? Yeah, so, so we are going
0: to put in the show more links. Those two links for Android and iPhone. so You can just click on that and then download the app onto your computer. You just have to do the usual thing. You have to give a phone number to two-factor authenticate it, but it's very very straightforward. Next question from Mr. Lee: If all land records in India are digitized using blockchain, will this administer the death a death blow to corruption in India? What and percentage all of black money is land?
1: You see, land registration is the huge corruption industry in India, right out of the total corruption, my estimate will be anywhere up to 40 to 50% out of this, uh, regist- not just land registration, registration for houses, registration, you know, all so square feet basis, you have to pay the bribe. And it is obviously in cash, you can't pay it in cryptocurrency or anything as of now. So. That is one reason why the cash holding spikes at certain times in India. Because bribes have to be paid in cash. This have to be remembered very, very clearly. Under hundred and time you demonetize, it's not going to help. Because again, the same government Babu is going to ask in cash. So if you do the digitization of the land record, it will phenomenally help In terms of reducing, I'm not telling eliminating, reducing the Corrupt practices in that. Today, for instance, uh, uh, you know, encumbrance you can go and ask encumbrance certificate it is called, which will tell you who all held the land before you. Another thing, but uh, many a time, you know, uh, everybody knows the gundas come and you know they occupy the land, and then the uh, power of attorney is uh, forged, and the, the, the local level uh, people are all in cahoot, and then. Many of the NRAs have complained to me that their land has been gone. How to get it back is a huge, huge issue, actually, because when they come back, they go to the you know site and then they find a huge building has come there already. And uh, that is with the people with political power also. So the fundamental reform in India, fundamental F capital, U capital, N capital, all our capital is uh, we must digitize landholding landholding should be clearly made who owns what that is the thing okay <laughs>
0: non-havenily one <unnei> pol
1: oruvan. ruwan cg do
0: you
1: do you advocate, advocate the use of in india see <laughs> i am yeah. one need not advocate or it is going to be there the government has already committed that it is not going to ban it nor it is going to be accepted as a currency of exchange but it's very difficult already I saw one place where in Bombay or Delhi I think one restaurant says you can pay in cryptocurrency you eat here all your you know samosas (laughs) and then they say you know bitcoin I will tell so much you pay so it's going to be very difficult that uh, it is not going to be used as a medium of exchange. Let's wait and see how the government is. My own hunch is finally government will try to take maximum taxes out of this whole business. Uh, Try to earn some extra income out of that. This is what my hunch. Let's see how it works. Right. Yeah.
0: Uday Kumar, Prabhakar and Nair, is there a chance for central bank digital currency based on domestic blockchain network developed under Indian protocol? Um, yes, there, there were plans by some houses to do it. I was involved in trying to pitch it to some banks two years ago. Unfortunately, the banks didn't take it up seriously enough and then uh, I kind of dropped the ball. Well, COVID did that and uh, I haven't really pursued it. There was a lot of stuff that could be done. But uh, I think um, central bank, meaning like RBI, will have what I would call as a digi rupee. They'll have that. And uh, that will be used mostly. For example, it can also be used. (laughs) It is believed that a certain amount of money given to a certain state for building a certain dam was completely (laughs) gobbled up by a certain chief minister leading to a certain chief minister being ousted from NDA, that's the only thing that I'm giving you as data.
1: (laughs) So another thing I would like to mention here in a lighthearted way, but very serious. See if you have a, a committee formed for blockchain or any of these activities, I personally feel you should have people in the age group of 20 to 30 as members. Some of them are very sharp, some of them are very good. Because people who are in their late fifties and sixties, they've all born up in the world of queuing for rice and queuing for coffee powder, queuing for milk and shortage economy. And many of them may be brilliant in, the, in their time, rank one in 1980 IAS, all that is fine. But today they may not understand many of the intricacies of the contemporary technology. This is what I would like to stress the point. No youngsters, nothing wrong about it. Nothing, you know, to feel ashamed of it. There are many younger people I know in IITs and various other institutions who are very sharp or very good in all these thing. Actually, this is my uh, observation. Don't just go by. <coughs> sorry, has got forty years of banking experience. What has he done? Forty years again and again <laughs> looking
0: at
1: again and again looking. Forty years is actually one year multiplied forty times. So that <laughs> system, uh, doesn't uh, make him an expert or anything. This is what I want to submit. Okay. Next. I think that brings us
0: to oh, this last one. Uh, Varadarajan Rajan Rangaswamy, whether Arthakranti recommended transaction tax a feasible way to have a, a sweeping you know I mean, reform on
1: and, uh, I think I've mentioned it several times. The transaction tax can never be. Uh, it has to be of a very high order in order to uh, meet the current uh, levels of uh, uh, what one can call direct taxes second is see direct tax is a principle of equity the better off section pays more than the worse off section so this transaction tax ca- type of thing the muniamma who transacts for 10 rupee uh, is to meet the same expenses as ambani who also spent it you know that's not a very that's not principle of equity okay
0: right Thank you very much and uh, uh, Rajini, I'm glad you liked the program. Do like, share and subscribe to our channel and namaskaram. Namaskar.
1: namaskar.